Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Gem Podcasts, and I hope you guys had a great, just great holidays and time with family, and my heart goes out to those who this is a tough season for, and to those who have it tough, know that there are lots of people praying for you, so I hope that encourages you, but for me, this holiday season has been definitely different for sure it's definitely been different but really good at the same time there's been a lot this episode is going to cover probably about a month's worth just maybe a little bit shy of a month um my life and so here we go i remember i was driving through actually i was driving to a basketball game and I was listening to John Piper, just amazing teacher, and it was on the Holy Spirit. I don't remember the title of the message, but it was about the Holy Spirit. And I was in the midst of wrestling with my decision to um, switch my internship track from youth to pastoral, and I was... Oh man, I was a mess, a mental mess. I was going back and forth and it was just it was it was a lot and it was draining and stressful and I was just frustrated. I was hopeful, but I was definitely frustrated. And my previous podcast episode actually is just it's just a very it's just a prayer. And it showcases how I felt in that moment. I had hope that God was going to bring me through it, but there was still a lot of frustration in that moment, and that was me just showing, um, it was an intimate moment, and I put that little bit out there, some of you guys might not have seen it, but I think it's, I don't know, like a minute or two, I don't know, I think it's less than five minutes, I believe, and it's just um, a prayer, an honest, just raw prayer, um, that a lot of people probably don't get to see. And so I put that out there. So I was, yeah, I was driving, going back to the story. I was driving this basketball game, listening to this podcast. And John Piper said something and he said, well, he said a lot of things, but a couple of things that stood out to me. He said, the Holy Spirit never gets a no from the Father. And that right there, it it's so obvious. Like once he explains it and and just once you think about it, it's like, of course. But the more he talked about it, just how encouraging it was. And it, it talked about, um, for more context, how when we don't know what to pray for, you know, the Holy Spirit intercedes with us through wordless groans and things like that and so when we don't know what to say or what to pray for or when we're wrestling between two decisions and do i pray for strength to get through this or do i pray for deliverance which one do i pray for and those are real really tough decisions and when we're just frustrated and down and beat and all we can let out is like a Yeah, just a groan and just frustration, like a godly frustration. Like, God, I I want to honor you, but I don't know what that is. I don't know which one I'm supposed to do. And so 
Um, John Piper suggests that that is when the Holy Spirit will intercede for us and how it's very strange that God chose this way for it to happen, that the Holy Spirit would pray to the Father for the Father's will to be done. If he already knows, it's it's very strange that he would choose this way to go about it. Why does the Holy Spirit need to pray to the Father? It, it's just a very weird way of communication. But at the same time, when the Holy Spirit intercedes to us, the Holy Spirit is God, and... God praying to God for God's will to be done is what is happening. And it's just very strange. But obviously, if God's praying to God, he's not going to get a no. And so how encouraging that is. It's very weird, but I found it very encouraging. And so with that, when John Piper was talking about the big decisions and the things that we're not sure how to pray for or what to even pray for, um... God is not looking down on us saying, you know, for instance, mine, he's not like, Jarrett, I've already given you enough information. Why haven't you made the decision yet? Like you should know better already. Like in my mind, that was kind of how I was going through it. I kind of had this, I had this unhealthy view of God's character and what he was doing. I wasn't just thinking that, but my actions described that that was how I thought. And so that was like a, check it was like oh gosh like i am thinking about this i'm going about this in the wrong way god is patient with me and it was just it was just a great learning moment it was like oh snap like i don't i didn't know that i thought this but like deep down i was actually thinking this and so god's very patient and kind with us and so um in those moments it was definitely hard to see because i was thinking like oh man like, I feel like God's given me enough information. Like, I, I've, I'm not making, I'm, I'm just struggling right now. And I just, I just needed to chill out for a second um, and take a step back. Yeah, that was, that was honestly, when I heard that, it was such a relief. And I did end up making the decision to do pastoral with Zeus, uh, Pastor Zeus. And I am very excited to be doing the pastoral track now. That is what I've decided to do. And so it's going to be new. It's going to be exciting. I felt a peace about that. And so I'm going to be doing that. A lot of my, as of late, a lot of my friends switching um, now from that conversation to another one. My friends have been trying to then everybody, honestly, trying to get me to live a little bit. And that was like the main, that was the thing. When I was going through all this, everyone, well, I guess I'm like type A personality. I'm like a one Enneagram or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> I think, I think I'm a one. can't remember it, but I'm pretty sure I'm a one. And I always think there's like the right decision. And that's a decision that should be made. Um, and when there's two decisions that are, potentially right i struggle <laughs> i definitely struggle and so uh, i get trapped in those situations and i i just kind of it's, it's a mess and so people telling me to just to live and to 
to live under God's grace and that God's grace is sufficient for me. And and honestly, the decision was between two things within the church. It wasn't like my, my, I, I called one of my youth past, my old youth pastor about this. And he said, it's not between sex or drugs in church. It's, it's between two God honoring things within the church. And I was like, oh, snap, you're right. Definitely frustrated because he made it super simple, but he just made it simple. I make things very complicated. Um, but I'm very excited to do pastoral. It's just gonna, Yeah, it's just going to be new. I'm going to get to learn a lot being right under the pastor and just seeing new things. And, and something new is exciting. And it'll be good. Christmas break started around December 15th. And Christmas break has been really good. Definitely, like I said earlier, unique and not what I expected. But definitely something that was much needed for sure. I didn't even know I needed it, but I needed it for sure. I created some goals. So I first semester of online school is over. Praise the Lord. I did not like online school at all. But we're doing it. So I made some goals. So my break is from December 15th to January 12th. It is the third right now. And I felt like I was just being... I felt like I was just kind of wandering around. I didn't have... I guess the best way to describe it was I didn't feel like I had a purpose. Like I, like I was being a Christian and I was doing everything I was supposed to do. But... I didn't feel like it was resulting in anything. Like, I could see the fruit in myself. Like, I could see things, but there was no... I don't know how to describe it. Like, how we need... Humans need purpose, and a lot of people find their purpose in a job. Um, or whatever. I... Didn't have anything to showcase my faith, I guess. I don't know how to describe it. I just felt somehow without a purpose. And so I made some goals. And because I felt like the Lord was just like leading me in, in this direction and to, to create some goals and to be more intentional. That's what it was. It was to be more intentional. I felt like I was not being very intentional. So I made, um, made some lists and so one of my goals was to read Mere Christianity to finish it. So that's one of my goals. A uh, second one of my goals was, and some of these goals have kind of changed. I, I am not the, the best goal creator, something I can work on. But I made some, some goals and it was definitely progress. And so my sister is an amazing artist and she painted a pair of AirPods for me. And I was like, I want to get her name out there. And also, you know, making some money would be great. So I decided to put those AirPods online. And I was like, you know what? I want to sell those. This break, I want to sell them. That's the goal to sell them and to get another piece of her art up for sale. And now I'm like, shoot, do I actually want to sell them? So uh, that's a goal that would maybe get reached. But I'm like, I don't know. Um, another one, a goal. One of my goals is to create four podcast episodes 
and this will be the second one, and I think I'm on track to to get, to do that. And I said when I'm in Minnesota, go to the gym three times a week because I went home for Christmas. But when I'm in Minnesota, I want to go to the gym three times a week. Just found out today that I've been going to the this gym for free because I know the lady, and now she wants to charge me. So I'm like, uh, I'm not sure what I'm gonna do about that. But that's okay. And then I want to finish Genesis and Exodus on top of my devotions and regular readings. And so I'm a little bit not as far ahead as I would like to with that, but that's okay. I'm going to try to get it done. And so I just created some goals. Those are my goals. Nothing too, too crazy, but goals to, to keep me motivated and to, to keep me keep me doing stuff. I actually just got a text today to speak at a, a breakfast club, the same breakfast club I spoke at last time. And so I'm going to do that, and I'm really excited about that. So that gave me that that kind of like purpose, I guess. And that I just felt like, okay, this is what, this feels good. This is what I was kind of created to do, you know? That's what it felt like. I felt like I got out of that purposelessness. And so, so really excited about that. Um... But going home for Christmas, it's always a long drive. Not fun. It's like nine hours, give or take. I did it in one stop, though. So definitely proud of myself for doing it all in one stop. Gas, bathroom, food, one stop, boom, done. Um, I get there, it was great. And as I'm leaving, I felt like the Holy Spirit was telling me to stay. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I just want to go back. Like, I love being home. I got to see some good old friends. Oh, it was so good. It was so nice to see old friends. And I just drove around and just kind of reminisced a little bit about the old, about the old town, old home. And it was really good. And God reminded me as I was down there that... He kind of, he sobered me in that moment of being down there. And even though I'm in Minnesota and I'm loving it and I, I love it. And even though I'm doing that here, I, I still have family at home and I still have people that love me at home. And God just reminded me that just because I'm up here doesn't mean that all that goes away or that I'm, you know, way you know, like better than them or whatever. Um, just because I'm doing this doesn't mean that and so that was just a very sobering moment it was like oh yeah okay it was bringing me back down to earth and so with that it made it a little bit difficult to leave i was like ah man like things i do like it down here so it made it a little bit more difficult to leave i think but it was still really good and like i said i was about to leave and i felt the holy spirit was just telling me like stay and i heard the word family in my head and i'm like I was like, family? Is someone going to die? Like, something with my brother? I have no idea what's going on right now. I was like, okay, I'll stay. So I stayed another day. Like, nothing happens. Nothing really happens. So I wake up at 5 a.m. next day. I'm like, all right, I guess I'm going. I get in the shower. I heard, like, family, fix, stay. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I can't leave. I'm literally never going to leave this place. And it's funny because one of my friends, she's an intern, and she was like, 
I'm scared you're going to leave and then you're going to get back home and then want to stay there. And I was like, is this really happening right now? Why did she have to say that? But I was like, I'm never going to leave this place. Like, what's going on right now? And so I just sit on the couch. My mom and dad wake up and they're like, what's going on? And so they knew I stayed. I told them, I was like, hey, guys, like the first time I was like, I got to stay. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on, but I got to stay. They're like, all right, sweet. So then this time comes around, they're like, they knew something was, I was just sitting on the couch, just looking pitiful, probably. And they were like, you're not going to leave, are you? And I was like, yeah, I can't leave. I was like, I don't know what's going on. Well, actually, at this point, I did know what was going on. There was some some family stuff that God kind of revealed to me about our family that God prompted me to stay to bring those things up to the family. And so... It was something I was not expecting to happen, but God used me to bring up some stuff about just the whole, the whole family dynamic and what we're doing. And I'm very blessed that God used me to kind of just honestly call out my family. Um, so very good how we, it was just a healing moment for the whole family. Um, my sister, my mom, my dad, and I. Just a great bonding moment, how we were all just able to um, talk about things. Just talk about the family and um, what's not so perfect and all those things. It was it was very good. And so I'm very honored that God just used me in that way. And, and so I was actually, the next day I left. I was like, oh, okay. Like I was able to leave. Um, but that, it, it made it a little bit harder to leave because I'm like, oh, man. Like, stuff just, it, it feels like this is awesome now. Like, we're we're just chilling. Family's good. It's awesome. Now I got to go back. So that made it a little bit difficult, but it was still really good. And, yeah, so that's kind of brings me up to now. There's not been a, I mean, well, there has been a whole lot, but this isn't definitely not a 40-minute episode. But this has just been good. I've been, actually, I've been listening to The Rise and Fall of Mars Hill, which was a church in Seattle, mega church. Mark Driscoll is a pastor, or Driscoll, Driscoll. And he, yeah, the whole church just kind of collapsed. And it's all about how the poor leadership and all these things within the church has led to its destruction and it's very good very interesting very intriguing so i recommend if you guys are curious it's very good um a lot to learn in that yeah i'm super excited to do pastoral new year's was fun got to hang out with some people and yeah life's been really good um life's been really good really excited to speak at that breakfast club. I'm ready to just preach a message. It's going to be, man, I'm just, life's going awesome. And I'm, I'm just very blessed. And life is definitely going great right now.